and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 314. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, also known as Corey. I'm using my government name a little bit more. Yep. Wow. I've, I have uh, I put it on my new review that just went out, and uh, I'm doing a few more, uh, you know, personality roles. So, yeah, you're going to hear my name a little bit more from now on. So, But don't call me it. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, alongside oh, the one... Don't call me that. Alongside the one and only... Crash, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I didn't call you too fresh, Crash. I just called you Crash. Are you happy? You can call me Fix. You can call me whatever you want. Okay, Crash Nick. No problem. You're okay with that? That is your real name. That's my that government name. name. That's You're my government name. Respect. That's true. And the one and only Mr. Matt P. Video. Matt, how are you? Very well indeed. You can call me my government name, Matthew. Thank you very much. My Christian name. Your Christian name. Yeah, we just go That's by the, government. The most name Christian name of all time, isn't it? Matthew. Would that be the most gov uh, the most government, the most Christian? Matthew. Yeah, I guess that makes. Mm. Yeah, he's the, the dude from the Bible, right? Like the guy. I mean, not the guy. I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's like a couple of guys a little bit more important than Matthew. But Matt, hey, you think you're that important to the world? Sure. Sure, who am I to hey, judge? Who am I to he's judge? A guy he's, from the Bible. he's definitely a guy. He's definitely a good Bible or not. He's definitely this is a way to kick off this week's show. Damn. He's in the just, uh, yeah, I like if, it. If you want the show early or just to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. I will tell you right now, my voice is extremely raspy. There's gonna be a lot of cutting out. I'm at convention season right now, I'm in EGX, and um I'm just a bit sick. I'm just a bit Aww. sick. Uh, but if you want to show early, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. Of course, you can find us on all podcast services around the world. Obviously, the one that's probably more important than any other one is Apple Podcasts, unfortunately, because it's the most, most popular. So if you want to drop us a little review, we would appreciate it. And we read them on the show. Um, positive, negative, or anything in between. We try and We try and just listen to the audience and hear what they have to say. Uh, shout out to our Patreon producers this week, Erin Guard, the one and only, and FNH Paul. Topic of the show, boys. I didn't put anything in there. So No, you didn't. It's it's kind of a weird no, I knew what I was gonna talk about anyway, but I, yeah. Okay, so for it, me it, it was more just a case of our Far Cry review has gone out. And I feel like is there much more we can add to that conversation? For those who have missed it. I had to delete the Far Cry review. I will put it back up. It's just, um, I accidentally, I've been super overwhelmed with, um, if you listen to the audio, there's 400 of you I know plus that listen to it. And you can clearly hear there was meant to be an edit in the show, I'm sure, when we lost Matt. That wasn't meant to stay in the show. That wasn't meant to be there. I'm just going to leave it on the audio because that's done. It's out there. But on the YouTube, um, I wanted to edit it out. Just, I'm at EGX right now, so I just don't have time. But... We've all played it. Matt, are you any further than what we had already been when we recorded? When did we record? Tuesday? Tuesday yes. or Wednesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday, because the yeah. Yeah, review came out Wednesday. So, yeah, I'm a little bit further in, and all I've done, I haven't done any more story. Uh, all I've been doing is running around, finding weapons, and, and doing side questy bits, um, and enjoying that. Okay, let's go. I'll tell you what we'll do. Why don't we go on to. I've seen I've seen the reviews come out. I've seen the reviews come yeah. out, and that's always for a little insight from from my point of view only. I don't know about other reviewers. Um, obviously, when you're reviewing a video game, you are 
in a uh, you're in your own little world. You're in your own little box. There's no there's no YouTube video to teach you how to do things. Um, yeah. There's no yeah. there's no um, there's there's nothing. It's just you and the video game at that point and PR. And if the PR get back to you, I'm like then you might get a tip here or a thing here, and that's it. There's nothing more stressful than reviewing a video game when you are either too positive on it, too mm. negative on it, or even being in between. When you know mm -hmm. something's just good, it's like, all right, that's cool. But to, for me, I can only talk from my point of view, don't know about other people, but reviewing games is some of the most stressful things that we do because someone's going to hate what you say. But yeah, and, uh, yeah, go on, please. You also get like a massive amount of imposter syndrome, right? Of of yeah, like am I the only one here that thinks this way, right? And therefore, something's wrong, right? Like like yeah, have I experienced this game differently to everybody else for some reason? Yeah. Um, I I, I get a lot less with Far Cry than something like Kena or 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 something that's brand new. Like Far Cry is Far Cry, right? And people have their opinions of that as a franchise, and therefore. I disagree. You know, I, I feel like you have that less. Oh, really? And, yeah, because at the end of the day, people are expecting the game to change. And I think, just to go through reviews real quick, like VG247 um, gave it a 4 out of 5. IGN gave it an 8. GameSpot gave it a 7. Gaming Forward gave it a 9. EGM gave it a 2 out of 5. Um, PC what? Gamer gave it a 75 out of 100. Because, and there's a few others, um, Games Radar gave it a 4 out of 5 as well, just to name a few. Um, because... At the end of the day, everyone wants something different from it. And though we didn't talk about it on our review, if someone would come came to me with a written article for my Xbox and me website and said, I want to give this game a two out of five, we do tens. If we do numbers, we do tens. So let's say they went to give it a five out of five and said to me, the game hasn't changed since number one. I would, and they obviously, and they articulated themselves properly in their writing and things like that. I couldn't tell them no. So I'd understand it. And I think that's where the stressful part comes in because I came in wanting more Far Cry. I got more Far Cry. So yeah. from that point of view, I, I kind of get it a little bit. I kind of get it. Yeah. I was actually, like, when I was first playing the game, I was super negative on the game. Yeah, I know. I, I was could tell. super negative. I not could tell into just by a little text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like i don't i don't think i'm gonna like this and then the more i played it the more i was like i don't know why i'm expecting far cry to be something different and then also i'm not i don't know why i'm expecting the narrative to be something more because that's what, something when i was playing in the beginning like the narrative sort of goes at a high point and then it falls off pretty heavy for me in about every aspect and i was thinking over it after we recorded the review like a lot of they touch on a lot of interesting topics and they just never explore them or really go into depth, which makes sense why they treat the trans character in the game the way they do. Yeah, is because they do that with every single topic in the game. They sort of introduce a topic and then move on as quick as possible. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, go and listen to our review if you wanna if you wanna hear our thoughts on it and just ignore the part where Matt lags out and then I reintroduce him and yeah. ignore all that part. Um, yeah. A part of it's the charm of my Xbox and me, but it's not how I want 100%. us to be. I, but that's part. That's that's not how I want us to be perceived. So I do. I want to just go on record and say I apologize for that. I do apologize. Um, that is totally my fault. Um, but yeah, reviews. I've seen. So those are like the the outlet reviews. I've seen a lot more creators of outsiders say of our ilk talking about the game, 
And it's getting a very, it's very much getting a mixed bag between other people in terms of some people just don't like it straight out don't like the game um something will think think it's a little bit too bland and things like that does that this is more the conversation we're having here it's not so much about the review we've done that yeah how do you feel now of our opinions of far cry review after hearing other people's opinions does that motivate you in any other way to speak about it any other way which it shouldn't but yeah I'm sure it does some people. Yeah, I, th- I think when it comes to reviewing game, right? Like so much of it is what are you looking for and when has it hit you, right? Like I say one of my all-time favorite games is Fallout 3 and I played it in a summer between, uh, you know, between school and university. I had zero responsibility and I just poured hundreds of hours into that game. Now, I couldn't do that now. I don't think if Fallout 3 came out, I would enjoy it in the same way I did back then. And so, yeah, like it's interesting, right? Like the, I'm just sca- skimming the EGM review, right? Because that was the one that was more negative that you just brought up. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting the gist that it's like the dissonance between the story and the gameplay, right? The goofy gameplay and the kind of, um, you know, deeper story that it's trying to tell. Or darker story go- that it's trying I don't to think tell. the gameplay was that goofy. And I'm comparing that to other Far Cry games. Like, this is nowhere near as crazy as the other Far Cry's that I've played. You know what makes it goofy for me? And I think where it probably starts off, it's um, as soon as you meet Guapo in the beginning of the alligator. That's what sets the tone for it to be goofy, but I don't think anything else. Like, yeah, you get some more zany weapons, but I don't think the weapons ever feel goofy. No, I I agree I felt like the, uh, what was it, Five? or was it No, it was Five America. Yes. I thought yeah. that one was way more like wacky with more wacky characters that were just a bit like, mm, I guess we're here. Mm. I guess we're here. <laughs> do you know what I mean though? It just like, it just, it never. Sure. I, I think, do, I, I think, do... um, sorry, go on. no, no, please. I was just going to say like, like you look at something like, you know, the one that springs to mind is the last of us where like the gameplay and the, the tone of the story are like so entrenched in one another. This Which I feel like guy. Far Cry doesn't have that, right? This fucking Sorry? guy. Uh, can we cancel him? Uh, My okay. Xbox and me audience, <laughs> but, can we cancel Halo. him? <laughs> Look at Halo, right? It's a, um, only because that was like a super dark, like. like it's trying to tell its its story, right? And, and the gameplay is entrenched in that, I think. Like, whereas Far Cry, I don't think it like... When you do a cockfight in Far Cry 6 and it comes at you with like a full-on fighting game, choose your character selection screen, it makes you okay. feel like you're in Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. It's goofy. Like, that it is goofy. goofy. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I separate all of that in my mind, though. I don't know if I... I that's, yeah. Like, no, I, under, no, I understand that that's not part of the main story. That's not... I that's, agree. that's not what they're telling. That's not the story they're telling. That's not even... I kind of just... I, I put that in a different category in my brain of like, well, that's... That's for game. That's a game, a gamey game, yeah. game thing, you know. And like mm. the rest of the story is them trying to be. It's still a video game, obviously, but yeah. it's trying to be a little bit more serious in tone. I do think it could have went further, but I just and we don't do scores here at my Xbox and me. I don't think yeah. if, if if you had to score it, Chris, where would you have been on a on a, uh, a scale of one to ten? I think I would have wound up at an eight. Okay. Matt. yeah and that's oh sorry please Keep going. My that's bad. with like when i play a game i did it with this and both by a mutant which we got early copies for yeah is i go into it and i try to be as objective as possible yep. and obviously you can't fully be that because 
you'll always have bias in everything you review, everything you talk about. There will always be bias. I try to be as objective as possible because if I'm like really critiquing it outside of the aspect of it being a game, I would have focused a lot more on the story. And I don't yeah. think the story gives me what I want from no, it. Yeah. But it is a Far Cry game with an open world and there's all these aspects and the gameplay is what prevails for most of that. And the gameplay is the most solid part of the game. Agree. Matt, if you had the score, what would you put it at so far? I know you haven't beat it, but... Yeah, I, I was thinking 8-9. Um, uh, oh, and, and I think I was a bit more... Well, yeah, I, I think I was... Are we doing points? Can I do a 8.5? No, no, solid numbers. Solid numbers. Solid numbers. Maybe I'll change my mind between now and finishing it. I don't know. But um, yeah, like I agree. And I think, you know, I think sometimes people lose a little bit of focus on what a review is for. For me, a review... I'm trying to figure out if I should buy this game. Yes, that's right? how, that's how um, I go into... When I when I review a game, if you ever hear me review a video game, like I'm talking full-on review, not impressions, like a review, yeah. I go back to being the kid that couldn't afford video games. Yeah, exactly. And my mum being like, you get to choose one game. Yeah, it's Christmas. Which one are you going to put on your what list? Are you put, what, yeah. and, then I, and I try and think of it from a point of view of, okay hours spent in the game is it fun is the story interesting am i getting banged for my buck that that is that is money is so important to me like not as like i'm this like i'm not trying to be a millionaire like not like that but yeah. like where i've come from i understand how important video games were for me and how expensive they were so i yeah. always go into my reviews with that in mind where i do honestly believe a lot of people that are in our industry that we are influencers or enthusiast press or whatever you want to bloody call it. I think a lot of these people that have been in the industry for a long, long time have lost touch with the fact that video games cost anywhere between 60, that's a lie, anywhere between 20 to $80 at this point. And then think about if you're in Australia or I know other countries, um, costs even more i do think we've lost touch with that i know i've gone a bit of a tangent and i do apologize oh no that's exactly what i was going so yeah Um, sorry yeah because what i was going to say is is and video games are kind of unique in that aspect because we all agree that video games are art and so you don't typically critique art from a should a consumer buy this point of view necessarily um well maybe that's not true movies and music and stuff like that um (laughs) It's like, you yeah, can see my it, face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's difficult, right? It, and so, yeah, I agree. And I think some people review without differently. that. Um, yes. Differently, for, yeah. for different reasons, right? And they are reviewing it much more from an artistic standpoint yeah. of, uh, you know, and then, and then that's where story comes in. For me, gameplay is king, and, and it always will be. Um, and I had a hell of a lot of fun in Far Cry. I can understand the critique of that dissonance is jarring between the story and the cockfighting or whatever else. Yeah. Um, but I was having a hell of a lot of fun in that game. Still am. And uh, yeah, for me, it, it's nearing the top of the game of the year list for me. And we'll have that discussion later, I'm sure. But um, what have you liked? Yeah, like you say, bang for your buck. What have I not liked? Yes. No, 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 no. That wasn't, that wasn't, fire. Okay, that's, what, that's the game I was trying to think okay, of. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, let's be respectful. There was something else. Like, like, oh, fix out a dig there. Like, what, hey, Matt, you liked Matt, you like everything. Let's be respectful. There's not, no yeah. video game should die in a fire. This is, this, let me put that out there. Developer friends that listen to the show, 
Bloody yeah, sure. hell. Jeez, no luck. going to be cancelled yeah. out here. Um, right. No, I'm messing right. with you. No, I'm messing. Trust um, me, I said way worse. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there was something else this year as well I didn't like, but I, I can't remember. I lo- I, yeah, for me, I think with Far Cry, I, um, I'd probably be at, uh, I put in the group probably as like a 7-8. I think I'm probably more on the line of maybe a, no, yeah, no, I think I'll stay there. So definitely a seven. If like I'm saying seven A, but I'd go seven in my head. Um, which no, not the I'm not of the mind of like, oh swimming in sevens or oh, seven's a bad game. Like that's not that's not how it no. works with me. Um but yeah, yeah. I, I I I enjoy Far Cry a lot and um I hope people that care about the game check the game out. Um I didn't regret the 35 to 40 hours I spent with it. And I think that's always a good sign for any video game, really. Let's get... I have one more critique of it. Can I just quickly go? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, We were lied to about the next generation loading times. I had to sit through three to four seconds of loading screens between fast travel points. And I was told I wouldn't even have time to read tools, tool tips at the bottom of the screen. And I read plenty of them for Far Cry, and I'm fuming about it. Well, that's because you're an idiot then, because that was only ever going to happen on PlayStation with... I played on PlayStation. Yeah, I know you did, but you, it's not a first-party title. title. So they're not... Yeah. They're not Yes, it's because they're not like... gonna they're not gonna optimize. I'm not talking about this on my Xbox and me. I'm not doing it. No, we're not doing that. We're not. You're an idiot. Simple. Um, moving on to fixing <laughs> sack. Um, BT Maverick seven oh seven says this. Remember, you can email in uh, my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com or comments below on this week's episode. You can tweet at us. And we've got some tweets this week. Very happy about that. Um, and use the hashtag MXAM or the Discord, whatever way you want to question for us feel free to one thing to comment on whenever you guys have had to say about the show's negative energy this show has the perfect mix of both negative and positive i enjoy both sides of it i don't have to listen to all the haters that need attention don't change this show is going places star 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 my question this week is what is the most overrated by the fans video game that you guys uh, that you've guys ever played that you could just not get into uh from Corey. yes i did come first the gaming butcher knife potato there you go i'm reading it is he is he trying to kill the potato squad is that what is that what's happening he's a butcher he's a butcher, he's a butcher. oh he wow. put those emojis the wrong way around didn't he <laughs> yeah it should be potato knife god damn it um <laughs> Thank you for your for your comment. I do appreciate it. Like I said, we take all good fe- we take all feedback on board. It's not just the negative yeah. thing. We change the whole show. Like, don't don't yeah. worry, don't worry, guys. Like, it's yes, we just want to interact with you. That's all this is. Um, one video game. That's a good question as well. Yeah, you're right, Matt. Please, Matt, go, go, go. I can go. This is gonna. Witcher three. I can see it. I can totally see it. I think I think Witcher Three is a, a poorly paced game, and it and it ruined and, and I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. In, okay, so when you say poorly paced, what does that mean to you? Because if you it's in my head, I'm not saying I'm right, and this is just the way my head works. You say something's poorly paced, that means to me you are only mainlining the game, and you didn't like the pacing of the main story arc. Is that fair assessment from everyone? No. That is not what I meant. No. See, that's so, how so, my head goes. 
Yeah, yeah, fair, fair, fair. I will explain myself better. Um, the the I think Far Cry is a very well paced game, right? It's an open world that gives you a lot of options to do. But and look, everybody plays these games differently, and so the pacing is kind of up to you as the player. Yeah. But I felt like I'm being pushed through Far Cry at a good pace, and the story is clicking, and everything in that game is clicking for me. Whereas The Witcher. Uh-huh. I was just so overwhelmed with all of the things and all of the question marks and go here and do this and then get this potion and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, couldn't, couldn't click with it because it was just too much. Me and Crash are in the same place, so please go, Crash. I was just going to say, you don't have to do a majority that's, of that stuff. I was going to literally... <laughs> like, you don't have to go to all the question marks. That's your That is your problem. You that that's your yeah. problem. That's, that's the OCD you, that's, not, you. A, that's not the I, video I, I game do the same problem. thing. Yeah, yeah I, I do the same thing. And I, I understand what you're saying. Because of that. And I agree with you. That's but, not a pacing issue. Wait, That's oh, a you okay, issue. I also, That's a I also you. want to mention this. Far Cry has changed my mind about no, that. No, I had the same thing with Far Cry. The, exactly what you're talking about with Witcher I had when I was playing Far Cry. Where How? I would go you there with the little, quite, the little exclamation marks. I'd go get them. They'd open up objectives that I don't necessarily want to do on the map. Yeah. And it it felt like I kept having a, li- a big list of stuff to do that oh, could right. at times get overwhelming. Oh, okay. Really? I, didn't get, I didn't have that yeah. at all I, with Far Cry. I didn't get that. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, like it does matter how you introduce these elements to the player and when you introduce these elements to the player and da da da. And I, I honestly, now thinking about it, I can't pinpoint what Far Cry does differently to The Witcher, right? Because it, it does feel like in Far Cry, as soon as that world opens up and you head to that first camp, you can pretty much do everything. Like, it, it, like cockfighting yeah. or building the base or doing this or doing yeah, that, da 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 da. For some reason, I'm not as overwhelmed by it as I was in The Witcher, but you're, and you're, so you know, you, there's a big difference between the in the RPG world of type yeah. of game than which you're comparing right there. So, yeah. like, The Witcher was always going to be a humongous RPG, and that's why people absolutely love it. And in my opinion, The Witcher Three side quests are some of the best that's... side quests in video games. And yeah, I, 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 agree I, I disagree with you on the pacing because I don't think yeah. you're talking about pacing. I think you're talking about being overwhelmed by things. That's not pacing to me because pacing to me is, oh, I started the story and it just was too slow at the start and it didn't get me going quick enough. The witch is not like that, in my opinion. Like you get going pretty quickly. I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. I, I agree. I, I thought you were going to complain about the gameplay because I do think that's like the biggest weakness of The Witcher. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, quite enjoyed the gameplay. I don't so, know. No, I, I um, like it as well, but I do think it's the weakest part of the game. If you were to like really critique one thing, is that the gameplay is kind of clunky at times, and it's not the smoothest experience. So, if somebody were to say I didn't like The Witcher, The Witcher's over overrated because of the gameplay, I think that's a fair statement. I think it also again comes back to what I said about Fallout of like, does that game hit you at the right point, right? Like, if I if I had that summer and I was playing The Witcher instead of Fallout, and I had no responsibilities, and I was just pouring hundreds of hours into this game, yeah, maybe I would have had a completely different experience with it, right? I kind of um, had that with Fallout 4, actually, where, like, yeah, I don't think Fallout 4, that was my first Fallout. I remember me and Ross were doing this podcast uh, for the old-school listeners, and I remember, like, each we would come on the podcast and we're telling our stories of, like, I bumped into this person, I bumped into that person, and, like... I remember just being like, I don't think this was like the best game ever, but it's it does have like a, a very interesting part of my heart. Not because mm. I thought it was like a 10 out of 10 spectacular game, but just going through the mechanics of it was like, oh, this is actually kind of interesting. So, yeah. yeah. Crash, have you got one that um, 
a game that you think everyone loves and you're just like, why? And I swear to you, on my heart, cross the die, stick a needle in my eye, one day we will all die. Yeah? If you say Resident Evil, you're not on next week's podcast. I wasn't even. I'll be honest. Just I wasn't so even you know, Resident Evil. I had two options in my head. I wasn't even thinking of Resident Evil, but now that you mention it, no. Um, the two options I was thinking of. One of them was Fallout. Fallout Three in particular. Oh. I, every time I tried to get into that game, I just absolutely could not. Yeah. Uh, the gameplay of that is just atrocious. That's yeah, all for like, that's all that, that's all for like to me. Yeah. All that is just yeah. like gameplay's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Put all yeah. of your skill points into AP so you can do VATs on everything and just yeah, headshot then, everything as you But then if you don't like that, if you don't like how VATs work, the game becomes the game's just not very good. Not very It's good. a terrible shooter. Yeah. <laughs> it that's, is a terrible problem, shooter. Just, and then the other game I was gonna say was actually uh GTA. Ooh. As a whole series. G as oh. a whole series oh okay uh, particularly particularly solely because of the gameplay i'm not saying it doesn't deserve to be rated highly no, I yeah, think it yeah. is a little bit overrated simply because the gameplay has remained outdated and it hasn't changed super much at this point yeah um yeah i've got two that come to mind and it's gonna so the first one i think will be no surprise to anybody um is mass effect for me um i tried to play mass effect one and i just that and everyone told me don't play mass effect one like it's too dated and i kind of understood that and then people are going to jump on me and be like you played the two worst mass effects and then i tried andromeda as well and that wasn't very good either but i played them when it once it was patched and stuff i just i've never i understand the concept of the game i've watched a bunch of videos to try and be like what is it i'm missing because again, I'm, I'm into video games. I love video games. So like you see people doing like N7 day and freaking out when a new one gets announced. You want to know what the hell am I missing out on? And I never got it. And maybe it's because I just haven't invested enough time into these characters and learning their stories and things like that. But I just, yeah, I just never got it. The gameplay never felt great anytime I've played any of them. Um... And I got in, I got in trouble on IGN when I called it a cover base shooter, um, which I think is a fair. Is not is it not a cover base shooter? Maybe in like the same way that um, Outriders nah, is a cover base shooter, where it's like you can take cover if you want. Yeah, I don't like. You what? shouldn't okay. be in cover when you play that game. It's just yeah, so, okay. I'm there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah, I yeah just, for, sure. for me it was just like okay, that's that's just not for me. And the other one is Skyrim. Like I, I again probably for the same similar reasons maybe. That's fair. Um, but I remember oh, there's yeah. a there's a specific quest in Skyrim at the start of the game, and you have to go up a bunch of stairs, and it's a lot of stairs, I believe. And I was just like, what am I doing? And video games that that you can carry, you can pick up a, Bethesda games pretty much. Like yeah. Bethesda games pretty much, just, I just don't get them. I think that's all it is, is I don't get them. Like, I shouldn't be able to pick up everything and then none of it mean anything. Like, that that jars me. Like, if I can pick yeah, up but, a spoon, I'm picking up the damn spoon. What oh, what can I do with this spoon? Sell it, for, sell it for two copper or sell it for a no. copper. Or what? Just, ah. Oh. You, you buy a house and then you decorate your house with a bunch of spoons. I don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think but spoons everywhere. Spoons. <laughs> just go There's, into spoons everywhere. Yeah, before, before the audience comes for me, like I've put hours into all the games I've spoken about as well. It's not like yeah. I've just spoken. From, I'm not shooting from the hip here. I've actively tried to enjoy these games. 
just they haven't clicked for me for some reason. I want to add to the Skyrim thing in the, for a little bit. Um, Skyrim's opening is still to this date probably one of my least liked and probably most hated openings in a game. Um, it is an atrocious opening. It is that is that um, exasperated by the fact that it's become so iconic, right? Like no, the, no, no, the no. I hated landing it. on the tower. No, no, no. I hated it when I played it. Wow, it's so I've slow. always hated that That's opening. Slow. It's, a it's a slow, slow opening. opening. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Very yeah. slow. Yeah, when you're you're on the um the cart going through. Yeah, and, and then and you get like, killed, and then you uh, gotta run away, and you gotta uh, run all the way to fucking uh, what's it called? That's I'm, what I'm I mean. Like the name of the place. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's not it's relevant. Just, it's not. It's yeah. not relevant. Like anyone that likes that game, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm not coming for you like that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> if you like it, you like. Like, of there's course. nothing we should say should ever change or affect you at all. I don't think anybody listening to us three smucks once a week gives an absolute damn about what we think about skyrim no. if they love skyrim they <laughs> love skyrim simple as it simple is interesting as. that you've both brought up like bethesda games and as well fix you said you loved fallout 4 but I've... are you excited for starfield me no 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 not no. at all oh wow because look, oh, wow. there's a this is the problem in what we do and the little inside baseball, I guess, of the influencer life. It's you have to keep doing what is current. Like, sure. look, okay, okay. There's p- perfect example: Halo. Am I excited for Halo in any way, shape, or form? Absolutely not. But does that mean that if Xbox reach out to me and say? Fixer, do you want to do a Halo thing? That I wouldn't do it. Of course I would. Yeah. Of course I would. And I would try my hardest to try and like it. I want to like it. So Starfield right now, it's not that I want it to be bad. Never that. And I I hope that I sit down and play it. But it's like all the things I hate. Number one, not, no, that's too strong for what I'm about to say. I don't hate this. But number one, it's a Bethesda game. I haven't clicked with many Bethesda games. I've openly yeah. said that. Like, I for some reason, Deathloop is probably the... I think... Oh, Dev, Yeah. No, I think Deathloop well, is probably their best game that I've clicked Deathloop, with. Hmm. I think Deathloop also is Arcane. Yeah, it is Arcane. So it is... No, it's different uh, studios. It's not, no, it's yeah. different studios. Um, no, no. I, uh, totally. It's different studios. But I still... I'm just saying, like, usually, it. Doom, id Software. Don't care about Doom. So usually when it comes out of Bethesda, I usually don't really care. But that's clearly changed. And I think they're going to work on a lot of different stuff now. They're owned by Xbox as well. I think they're gonna, I'm going to see more and more and more that I actually care about. Um, but yeah, it's... I can't remember what I was actually going to say. Damn it. You, you um, were saying you're not a big space dude. You're I'm not, not like... That's exactly yeah, yeah. what I was going to say. Thank you. It's like, I don't care about space. I don't care about yeah. picking up rocks. I don't care about what like and so for me I don't even we don't know if we could pick up rocks that wasn't being exactly I was that wasn't say, being yeah, that's what Starfield's all about. <laughs> if you could pick up Instead spoons spoon, you could pick up rocks, rocks. <laughs> 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 you just got the inside scoop there Fix has actually played Starfield and it's all just about picking up rocks absolutely so, not so, um, you know it it's yeah it's just it's a weird one man it's the same but I think I think I've I think I've said this before but those type of RPGs are not for me. I've learned that. Mm-hmm. I, playing Cyberpunk for the first couple of hours, I'm just like, uh, uh. and don't get me wrong, I mean, I th- Cyberpunk was in a bad space anyway, but I <laughs> yeah. was never excited about Cyberpunk like that. Though, mm. there will be, someone's going to clip me up like mad now, because they're going to see my reaction on YouTube, that with this me going nuts. Problem is, you buy into the hype over in E3. 
You sure. do. And it's my job sure. to react and, and try and yeah. generate those views. But yeah, if you like, yeah, it's just a, it's a hard one to 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 explain. But yeah, those are those are some of mine. I've got plenty more that people are just like what like yeah. I've there's loads like there's Resident loads. Evil Five. You dislike Resident Evil Five for no reason. Even though it's the best Resident Evil game. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Uh, next one comes from TWKO Wayne. I win. Uh, oh, what? What? Did you say you win? Crash, no. I'll kick you off the podcast next week. You know I'll do this show on my own if Matt can't show up as well. Like, I'll do it, bro. I'll do it. Um, I didn't say I won. I swear it wasn't me. Yeah, Not yeah, me. sure. I'll go back and check. Uh, at GamerSaver underscore Wayne has this to say. At my Xbox and me question for the podcast. What do you think is, the, is Xbox's best chance of a new successful IP that can represent the brand? Starfield, Avowed, or something else? Funny that you, this question comes up. I think it's Starfield. Mm. I do think yeah, it's Starfield too. because I think it's the only game, and I'm talking in a broader perspective here, that people that don't own an Xbox would buy an Xbox for because I know how big the Bethesda um, fandom is. Like, watching their E3s that they've done and seeing all the cosplay and seeing the way they communicate to the audience. Like, like I said, I've said this before. Like, I get jealous. I'm like, I wish I cared. I wish I cared the way these people care. Like, and I, I think a lot of those people played on PlayStation, to be honest with you. Um, and I think they are people that play Bethesda games. And if they are not PC people, they are going to buy an Xbox to play that game. So I think that is... That is the fresh new IP that Xbox hopefully can hang their hat on. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully. I don't, what about you, Crash? If you, what do you think is the, the new IP that can shoot Xbox to the moon? As the kids so, say. For me, like as far as like representing the, band, the brand, I think is more than just being popular for a moment. It is about longevity being the face of the brand. Mm -hmm. And it has to have characters that are noticeable if they're right? a mascot yeah yeah and i think that might be the problem with starfield if it doesn't find that and i'm not saying it can't because every i the past um both fallout and skyrim have had their own even though there is no real main character in the game so i'm not saying yeah. that starfield can't but to answer this i'd have to look at a character and so i think something like redfall has a, po a possibility with the cast that's interesting yeah um I think a lot of a lot of the games that Xbox has coming out kind of had this problem of like they are games where you can create a character. So that leads to it really is up to the game to sell you on a character in its marketing and when it comes out to be the face of that franchise. So I, as a just a precursor, like a safety thing, I'd have to say Redfall because it's the only one I can think of with like strong character design in general. Fair enough. Matt, what about you? Yeah, I had the exact same sort of reaction as Crash, where I think a mascot is important in, in representing the brand, right? That's the question. And so, yeah, you, you have Chief, and you know, like you say, Bethesda have done it, even though they do have creative characters, like with the uh, Brotherhood of Steel armor basically being that for yep. Fallout, right? And and like you say, the um, Dragonborn being that for Skyrim. And so, yeah, it's doable with Starfield, but it, but my initial reaction to this was not Starfield. Um, and I don't have one like i can't think like i think redfall's a good shout crash um but i don't think i have a, a better answer for that um i don't think we've necessarily seen something yet where i've thought like oh that character is going to become iconic for for xbox right um but it'll be interesting to see yeah i 
I respectfully uh, maybe I, I respectfully disagree. The, I just for for the, the Xbox have never had like up other other than Master Chief, Xbox mm. have never had anybody else. And I think those I'm contradicting Gears? myself a little bit. No, no one cares Gears about had a weapon. Gears had the lance. Gears had the yeah. lance. Didn't no one cared about Marcus? No one cared about Dom. No one cared about Cole. You only care about but the it had something you, physical yes, that you could no, see and it represented it. That's why I think Starfield can do it. Because of the rocks? No, no not because of the, the space spoons. rocks. <laughs> not because of the space rocks. Just because I think people people do like space at the end of the day. And if you can, if if the story is this amazing story about this, I don't, we don't know. Like I can't, I'm not even going to make it up on the spot here. We don't know space what rocks the hell this is yeah. about. Um, but I, I do think it's it's doable. You know, like. Yeah. Xbox have never had a strong mascot other, other than Master Chief, and I know that's like kind of redundant because everyone knows who Master Chief is. So I, I get I get what I'm saying is a little bit dumb, um, and like I think we all think this way because PlayStation has Nathan Drake, and like no one give, no one knows who Aloy is. Don't don't get it twisted, yeah. Like 100%. yeah, no one gives no one. If I go show my mum Aloy, she'll know who Aloy is. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's a great game, and um gamers know but we're talking about trying to get beyond that right that's what the conversation mm -hmm. is here is getting beyond that i just don't think that i don't think that matters anymore like having a a mascot having a a face good games game pass build from there i disagree mm. I, I think I'm with Matt on this one. I, I, I think I respect it. They got fools on. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Let's get it right. They've got they've got <laughs> fools on. Fiesta. But you're yeah. laughing. We're laughing. It's one of their most successful games. They've got yeah. they've yeah. got the car market. We don't think of a car as a mascot. Do you know what I no. mean? You like think, it's, it's, it's yeah. Like it's, it, I think when they I, launched the Series X yeah. and they put Chief on the box, it mattered, right? And I think, yeah, that's what this is about. To who? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, let's hold it here. To who? Who did it matter to? Well, it mattered to Xbox. Like, they, they knew that game won't come in, yeah, and they knew they needed to put Chief on that box. I, I think you're mistaking it, Fix, because here you're thinking of representative is something that has to reach outside of the market, and I don't think it necessarily has to. I think it's once you get to know the character, the character is identifiably Xbox. Well, the question, we're actually changing, changing the question. It's successful new IP. Successful new IP that can represent the brand. Starfield. Can Starfield represent the brand if it doesn't have something that can visually represent the brand? But... So why, why, I, I don't think Redfall is such okay. a niche of like, okay. if you don't care about vampires, boom, you don't care. Simple as like, and there's a lot of people that don't give a crap about vampires. I, I, I get the feeling that that game is much more like a Back for Blood, right? That's what, that's my, that's where I'm saying like, yeah. Back for Blood is going to be around for about 20 minutes. Yes, I, I agree. I think the same but thing already, with Starfield. I think that, I think it's, it's not, I think the same thing with, What's the um we only got the teaser trailer for it? Oh my god, I'm forgetting its name. Um Uh you're talking about the game that's made by uh, uh Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I know the game you're talking about. I've got about. Convention Contraband Brain. Is a contraband? Contraband. Yes. Yeah. Another game. Oh yeah. Another game. It's gonna yeah. be here for about ten minutes. I j I don't yeah. we don't, I haven't even seen I, the game and I believe that. Like I, I, I no, no. I, I agree with you, Fix. I don't think it'll be Redfall, but for me, I, I think the 
the the difference between us is that you don't think it has to be a visual thing. No. I think it has to be something that's visual, which is fair. I think, I just uh, think there's... If, if Starfield is a 10 out of 10 and Spaceman walking across space rocks and they they can they can get that to connect in adverts and things like that like i just i think that's gonna go into the cinema and seeing it pop up like I'm, i think that is gonna get people and i think that is the only game as of right now from what we've seen from xbox we keep we, we keep having this conversation right about like the new games are coming the new games are coming the new games are coming and they are coming we we know that we know what they are at this point and they are coming but still none of them has a mascot like, I don't think some people even know, like, the main characters of Gears right now. Like, gamers. Definitely. I agree. If you took that That's to yeah, people, yeah. they don't know who, who who these characters are. But the way Gears ended, we don't even know who's in the damn game at this point. Like, so I just I just think we've got a... We've got an interesting... We're in an interesting place with Xbox when it comes to first party. They don't have their Nathan Drake yet. Like, they... Indiana Jones, there you go. That's going to be the game. Because that's identifiable. At the end of the day, it's not on your IP. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, there's a question there. Good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> it, it's it's, it's also sorry, go on, crash. It's also the reason that I didn't say Perfect Dark. Yeah, is because I think I yes. would have said Perfect Dark if no. the the stipulation wasn't new Bro, IP. Crystal on it. Uh, you know what that does? Always doesn't matter about the game. Bro, you don't understand how, like, when we heard that news, I didn't react to it in the way of, like, how I was, like, truly things. I was trying to, like, keep Be it in. Positive. Now that I think about it, quadruple A, they said. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up no one. I'm not doing it. They said quadruple A and gave us Crystal after they came off an Avengers game that is what it is. Like I, my expectations for that game were already low because I don't care about Perfect Dark like that, and now even more so. I'm like, oh no, I'm in, I don't, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. But yeah, let's move on because we're stuck on this one for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, at the original Cookie Man says, David Jaffe recently highlighted the power of storytelling through gameplay, uh, which experiences unique to the medium of gaming have hit you hardest slash stayed with you. Tell me why it's top of that list for me at this point. Mm. Um, That's good. One. I am always and. Don't get me wrong. There's a reason. Not only, not only the game, but the conversation around the game with me, Crash, and Laura. Um, I am not the most intelligent man on earth. I've openly admitted that many a time. But whenever I can be educated by a video game, I'm always happy about it. Um, yeah. As as a mixed race person in this world, it's already hard enough to explain things to people. So if you can give me a, a medium to explain. I don't think the game was great at explaining like trans trans uh, people, but I think it opened the door for a conversation to be had, and yeah. that is very important. And that hit me in the feels like having the the little things that do happen. I'm like, man, that is so effed up that that happens. And I don't, we haven't seen that with black characters in video games yet, not once. I don't think. Yep. I don't think I can think of a character that come. Where's the character that comes from the the hood, the projects, who is just a normal person who wants to like just tell a normal black story? And 
don't get it twisted i understand white people come for the projects as well this isn't just a black thing but like it's never that is it we never get mm. that story like we get the we get the criminal and the, the drug dealer and the this and then that we don't get the the me like the someone I was never part of gangs, could have been pulled into gangs. Where's that story? Where's the story of, oh, I went to, I, I was the only kid from my university uh, to go to university from my family. Where's that story? Like, we ain't got them yet. But tell me why is a great first step in just opening a conversation that's not being had. And I think that's amazing. I feel Walking Dead for me, um, first season, yeah. teaching that there's, again, a black character, uh, but teaching you that you don't need to be the child's father to be a compassionate, amazing human being is um, is a story you don't see often. And that one, that one still to this day made me cry at the end. I remember it like it was yesterday. My mate, my mate was sat on a chair um, watching me play it. He didn't get, he plays video games, but he didn't get it. And I'm like, I'm sitting there just sobbing. And he looks at me, he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't care, bro. Like, you don't get it. And that's okay. You haven't got to get it. But I'm taking things out of this story that you're not even, you're not even picking yeah. up on. And other, yeah. other, a lot of other people know. So some people walking to this just a emotional roller coaster of two characters that went, went through a zombie epidemic and one guy was very nice. To me, I'm extrapolating so much more information from that that just touches home with me personally so those are those would be my two uh matt what about you yeah i i totally agree with you like <clears throat> this i think is about a game that changed you in some way right like like tell me why is a great example of that i think for me one one of them that, that sort of strikes a chord to me was um a game called valiant hearts mm -hmm. i don't even know if you guys would have yeah yeah, yeah. Like it's, a, it's a world war one yeah. yeah yeah world war one really unique art style just a amazing game and and yeah taught me about a period of history that i knew very very little about um uh, and another one actually that's just come to mind is a game called never alone um which is uh it's based on alaskan folklore okay. um and sort of has these like documentary sections in it with interviews from people who live in alaska and, and tell these stories and stuff and it's uh, lovely and again just teaching you a part of the, about part of the world and about part of history that you never knew about and um love all that sort of stuff so um yeah those are the two that sort of spring to mind for me fair enough i think i interpreted this question differently from you guys Ooh. that's fine that's good I, you got a different answer that's I, great uh, yeah i interpreted the question in the way of a gameplay mechanic a gameplay aspect of a game oh yeah that makes a lot of done sense through the game, through game. yeah yeah. And then there's okay. nothing. The ga gameplay to me does nothing. That's the enjoyment part. That's the that's the that's but, the turn off my brain part. Most games, I don't think I don't I can't think of one game that uh, that touches I, me emotionally in that way. I I don't think it's I have hit you hardest state with you. I can only think of like really one experience that hits really hard, and I don't want to say it because it's a really big spoiler. What? Oh, okay. What what's game? the game? What's the game? It's Final Fantasy VII. Okay. What, the new one? No. Okay. No, yeah, you can't say you nothing. Can, yeah, no? Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's ha, what I'm saying. I'm not going to say it. you're dead to me, fam. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Well, that's you, isn't it? That's you. Uh, fuck. Yeah, no. Lad, I, I I'm so the reason, Shut the reason, up. Shut up, Chris. Shut up. Shut up. Are you mad? Um, Are you mad? Also, <laughs> I want to find out, man. Bro, it's did you not hear what happened? 
Did you not hear what happened to me? Yeah, no, no you don't. He he had he had uh, gears gears five. No, forget gears. For, remember uh, when I watched that documentary on Netflix? Oh, you had, and they yeah. spoil Final Fantasy, the OG character, yeah. absolutely dead. Matt, I can't believe you even oh, considered letting this man spoil it. Oh, we're going to go silent now, are we? Yeah? Okay. Okay. So, no, Chris, um, you can't say. You can't I say. I didn't want to say. I okay. told you I didn't want I'm to say. Just... <laughs> All right? Uh, Fucking hell, I'm getting off. I'm taking off my jacket. You riled up, man. You riled up. Jesus. Ooh, damn. Um, I can't um, think of anything gameplay-wise. I think... Because, like... I, I th yeah. Go on. I think there's uh, the ending of Red Dead Redemption. I think that is a gameplay decision that has a heavier impact with the story. There's multiple games. The ending of Reach does that as well. Um, yeah, where they build on the theme that the ending is going for by having you actually play out the ending. And it adds a level of depth if you're like examining it through a narrative lens. Um, the subtle decision making you can make in Modern Warfare is another one, I think. Where you have a moment where you can make a decision, but the game doesn't necessarily cool. tell you there's I a decision that, to be I made. In Far Cry. That happens in Far Cry. Yeah. There's, there's a moment in Far Cry where that happens, so you don't have to... The game doesn't tell you what to do. Yeah. It just... Mm -hmm. You just do it. It happens. You, you make that decision. Do you want to do this or do you not want to do this? And I guess maybe I just don't think of them like that. Because my head just goes, oh, I wonder if I can do this. Boom, do it. And then you go, oh, that was cool. That's how that's how my brain works, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I don't analyze it too deeply like that. Um, very rarely does gameplay make me emotional like that. Like, because maybe it's just not enough games I care that much about character characters like that. Like Final Fantasy Remake for me would be a good one because, but not from a gameplay perspective, from a story perspective. Because I had spent loads of hours with these characters and something happens, and I'm like. Oh my god! And like, so it's the story that always gets me emotional, not the, not the gameplay of the of what's going on. I can even think of one in the gameplay for um, Final Fantasy VII remake, but it depends. It depends on how they do it in the future ones. But there is a moment where you can make a choice without you knowing to make a choice. Uh, do you know the bit where you go into the sewer? Yeah, and then you can go either to Tifa or Aerith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is a choice you can make that does have, um, along with other things, have okay. ramifications in in later parts of the game as That'd well. Be cool. That'd be really cool. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a good yeah, question. No. I need to think about it more because, yeah, you're right. I, 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 yeah, I think I kind of misinterpreted the question because which experience unique to the medium of gaming, which is yeah, a I, difficult one to answer. I think it's just yeah, different, different. It's, Storytelling through uh, gameplay. Yeah. It's also one of those things that live in the moment and I then afterwards you view the story as a whole collective I think as opposed to... I think the thing that threw me off was more clearly hashtag Clem and Lee, right? And I'm like, well, the gameplay of that is you scroll over to a character and then you let them die. Like, is that that emotional? Yeah, I, don't. I don't... Those weren't the moments that got me emotional. It was like, shit, I've got to make a split-second decision. It was the, then the, the ramification of the story that was making me go, oh, I, I, I suppose it's the, if there's a time we're on it, I suppose the, your heart gets bumping a little bit. I suppose that, that does that play into it? Because you're having to make that emotional decision. I, I haven't I get, played I that, so I don't, I don't I guess, know. I guess, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we got one review this week, so let's quickly read it out. No, we're not reading it. Or stars? You know why? I'm not reading it. Nope. 
basilisk. Mm. So it's a, it might be a positive review, but you've disrespected the my Xbox and the audience. You know the rules. The rules are you can be as negative or as positive as you like, but you have to give it five stars because it helps with the podcast rating. So Crash, you tell your friend there, Absolutely not. I don't know. I think it's fine to leave us four stars. Crash is not on next week's podcast. I'm letting you all know now. Wait, when, you're, when you're all like, where's Crash next week? No, he's not on. Between this and last week, should I let you lot into a little secret of how nice Matt P video is? Everybody. Last week, he wanted to stream for you guys some Halo. And I wouldn't wow. let him. I wouldn't. Yeah, we were going to talk about it at the end of the show. How does that come in with me? Because you want to give up the five stars. If you let one in, Crash, they will all come flooding in. I'm just saying a four star review isn't bad. And now what you want people to do? What you want people to do is lie on what they feel like the rating should be. Yes. Unconscionable. No, my conscience (laughs) is telling me that you should do that. It's not unconscionable. My conscience. Um. Yeah, but trust me, if this if this is the, if this is where we are hanging our hats on the immoral scale, we're okay, guys. Like, trust me, there's some scumbags out there in the world. If me asking for a five star review instead of four stars because it helps us rank higher, I'm nah, just saying I'm, in the I'm, American I'm, version, the four stars help quite tell, a bit because right, of how many one stars we got. Watch I'm this. just saying. You read it. You can read this one. I'm gonna let you. No, I read it. If you don't want to read any money. If you read this review and we start treating this as if it's a four-star podcast, we're going to start getting four-star ratings. No, You're only right, getting four-star right. effort from me from now on then. Cool. No, Is that all you I want? Because I give five stars every week. Can I just okay. read the first line? Sure. Yeah, I no, like it. No, 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 no. For not reading the whole thing, yes. we're not reading any part Don't of it. Don't listen to him. I'm the boss around here. Read it. <laughs> Crashes, laughs, and jabs crash crack me up. They uh they misspelled crash. It's crash, people. Crash, not crash. I don't know who crash is. Oh, I know who this review's from. Do I look like a bandicoot? I ain't no bandicoot. I think I know who. To be fair, I know who this review's from. I'm assuming that's an autocorrect. Who do you think it's from? Do you know who I think it's from? The only person who (laughs) calls you crash. I thought that, but if it's from. No way, it can't be, right? I don't think it is. I I think I think he just put his Master name. Basilisk one. This is a shit show of a podcast at this point. If you're still here, Potato Squad, we love you. But what do you mean? This is great conversations. We've been arguing for five minutes about a review that they can't see. <laughs> <laughs> this is great content. I don't know what you're talking right. about. To be fair, we haven't talked about it. We've only talked about what we've announced from the review so far. <laughs> it's four stars. <laughs> and the first sentence, they know enough. It's four right. stars and a good listen. We're such a good listen. We're only four stars. Hey. Crash's laugh no, and means. jabs. No, let me go. Crash's laugh right. and jabs cracks me up. Fixer's commentary is good with the exception that he is hard nosed on his opinions without taking into consideration of others' criticism or situations. Totally disagree. Circumstances or situations. Sorry, so his opinions like he won't read any reviews that are five stars. But hey, he's got it's, it's his opinion, <laughs> and you can tell he is passionate and puts time into this podcast. It's one of the couple Xbox podcasts I enjoy listening to while at the gym and in my way oh, in my way to work afterwards. Keep it up, guys. Look, 
I am not. That's the ah. Should... You can't win now. Four star MC Flexus <laughs> from gone, now on. You've We've just gone on a tirade about not reading five star reviews. I really you read it. I really hope people understand it is like a joke and it's actually a joke. <laughs> it's a, like it's a joke. It's not like a real thing. I'm not an actual I'm not an arse. I'm not hard nosed on I'm uh, anybody I, who actually gets like uh, uh, I also think it's really important in the podcast that at times there are arguments that happen and stuff. debates that happen and they happen and sometimes a hard stance needs to be taken just for the sake of the debate. Of course. I 100% agree with you, Crash. I don't necessarily think those arguments should be had about whether or not we're going to read a review for 10 minutes. Yes, it does. That's important. <laughs> That's the... Look, it's this also been like this, wait, five or six stop, minutes. Stop, stop, stop. This podcast isn't. We're not IGN. We are not GameSpot. We are not any of these companies. I come here once a week to talk Xbox, what I've been playing hang out with the community and i know people appreciate it if you want a prim and proper polished podcast go and listen to unlocked and then what happens when we when i do unlocked what happens everyone goes you're way different on unlocked you, 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 you're a bit different on unlocked aren't you it's like it's a different show this shit don't fly on IGN. <laughs> it's a different show it's a different it's a very <clears> very <throat> very different show like we are we are not that. And yes, I, 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 look, let's put it this way. I've been doing this longer than both Matt and Crash because I'm older. And I've had the internet come for me. So I'm used to it. So at the end of the day, the way I look at it is I'll take the hard stance because I don't care if there's backlash for it because realistically, people don't know me. They don't know, they don't know my intentions. They don't know how emotional I actually am. And I understand I'll play the bad guy role of the podcast some weeks because it's just easier and it makes for a more fun experience, in my opinion. I think it makes for a better show of... Then we get... Anytime we go on a rant like this, we always the most <laughs> engagement. Always. People always... Fixer, you were so funny. Fixer, you were out of your mind. Like... It's, I'm not. I'm not hard-headed on my opinions. My opinion can be changed all of the time. Chris, I tell you that. Like the com the conversation sure. we have, and he goes, "Well, what about this?" And I go, "You're 100 percent right." But I can't do that on a podcast. How boring is that? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I, it, we've had podcasts. We've had we've had hosts on this show where it was just a yes fest, just a. I agree. Oh yeah, I agree. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like. That is not, think, that's not good listening. I'm, I know it. I, I think sometimes even if you, at least on a podcast, even if you agree with what the other person says, sometimes you have to like try and poke holes to like reaffirm that idea or sort of come to yeah. a slightly altered conclusion as well. I think we do that well. But the fat Bolski one gave us a four star review. You're dead to me as a human being. And if I ever see you on the streets, it's over on site can i tell you about something that happened to me actually at egx real quick please yeah. do so i was at egx yesterday right and i can't announce what i did the other day but someone was at the thing that i did the other day so he yep. come up to me and said you're that mc boy aren't you i went what you're mc boy right i went i'm mc fixer he was like yeah 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 that 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 it was like, I was there yesterday. I was like, oh, okay. Um, how did I do? It was like, yeah, 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 whatever. He went, you were shit at that game you played and just walked off. 
It was the most awkward fan interaction I've ever, not fan, clearly, but interaction <laughs> I've ever had. And I was just like, yeah. wait, so this actually happens. Like, I've never had someone actually just come up to me, be like, I know who you are. I don't like you. And just literally just walk off. I'm like, you saw me for like 10 seconds. Mm. Like, well, it, I, I think you're putting a little bit too much emphasis. He didn't like you. It's not that he didn't like you. He didn't, he didn't like, the, like way the way I played, played the game. The game. Yeah. yeah, it was not up to not up to his standards. Honestly, I just I was literally the guy. He, he said it all. I stood still. I just stared at him, and he just walked up, and I just just stood there, and I was just like, "What just happened?" You got checkmated. Like, what just happened? Like, I'm just out there minding my own business. Like, <laughs> it was mad. It was mad. But that's my life at the moment. <laughs> that's my life for the moment what's been in your box you know, boys what have you been playing no what have you been playing crash Far cry that's okay, all yeah. i played yes yeah, me too yeah Matt? yeah it, me me three yeah i don't think i did no i haven't i haven't played anything else no nah, it's been a it's been a weird one right let's get into the news real quick let's talk about that uh ghost recon frontline has been announced it's a free-to-play battle royale by ubisoft Excited, boys? No. <laughs> well, Ubisoft has announced we've got Ghost Recon, uh, Recon Frontline, a PvP first-person shooter that will be free to play uh, with support for over 100 players. It's an objective-focused spin on the incredibly popular battle royale genre. Public playtesting will begin this month, but a full release date has yet to be announced. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't look good. Yeah, so neither of you guys high hopes. Oof, I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm gonna I'm be honest. The more we see coming out of like the free for, uh, free to play space from uh, Ubisoft, oh. it becomes more concerning because now like Stinkers. Division is. I'm starting to be like iffy on Division. We saw uh, what was it Defiance before. Stinkers. This is sort of like it's it. They feel like cash wow, grabs. Who knows when the games come out? They smell like it. They we, haven't, we haven't felt. They them. smell we like felt it, them. yeah. <laughs> They smell, they smell like cash grabs, uh, but they might come out and be great. But it's just sort of making me wary on their whole free to play uh, plan. Their, 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 their free to play initiative. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just don't, I don't, I get it. I do get it. I was about to say I don't get it. I do 100% understand it. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested at all. At all. Agreed. I mean, maybe I'll play it and I'll think it's good. But <laughs> as of right now, <clears throat> at all. You... Do you guys think we're getting too many battle royals at this point? That it's too late for some people to throw their hat in the ring? I think we're getting too many bad battle royals. I agree. Like, okay. if you, if yeah, you, I agree with that. If you want to get in the space, you've got to do something unique. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, to me, this just looks, from the trailer that I saw, it just looks like a Ghost Recon game slapped with some battle royals. Like, oh, we have average shooting mechanics. Let's throw a battle royale into this. Yeah, like yeah, like the, go, go through con works because it's slow, meticulous. You're planning out what you're gonna do. Like it's not a Twitch based shooter that like feel it used to be back in the day. Back in, yeah. do you remember like uh, Ghost Recon One and Two, my first ever Xbox 360 online experiences? But this to me just yeah. hey, this this could be the next PUBG. I mean, the, look, you gotta be realistic. It's an object, objective based BR, right? 
So yeah. it's very similar to Hunt Showdown or Divisions, like Dark Zone, like those sort of games. And like, if I wanted to play that type of game, I'd go play Hunt Showdown. Like I'd go yeah. play Division Dark Zone. Like this, yeah, to me, it's just like, it's already split in the player base. Ghost Recon's audience is already probably popular at the start and then dwindles quite fast. I don't, yes. I, I, I think this dies within a year. And they're like, oh, pull yeah. Pull I also the fact they're releasing multiple free to play multiplayer games is kind of concerning Shooters. because that's like, yeah, it's like you're starting to cannibalize your own market and your own sure. games, and they're free to play, so <laughs> it's like people will people will play it, but people are also going to be more willing to leave it as well. well it, the microtransactions are going to be egregious because mm-hmm. they're most likely, play. yeah. You can't, you can't say it won't be like we more than likely is probably gonna. So yeah, I, it's um, it's gonna be an interesting one. We will say that it's gonna be, it's definitely gonna be interesting. Uh, next story: Battlefield 2042's new gen upgrades will be free with the standard digital division, uh, digital division, digital version. Uh, there's an update on IGN's website. This one was taken from IGN um, to clarify things. So let's just read the update instead of reading the whole article. Uh, EA has clarified that the dual entitlement feature will only be a part of the PS5 and Xbox Series X slash S versions of Battlefield 2042. As such, even if you currently only have a previous-gen console, you should purchase the new-gen version of Battlefield 2042 uh, should you wish to make the upgrade to the system. So, there you have it. It's also digital only. So, if you get the physical copy, you do not get the, uh, the compatibility there. Interesting interesting i mean i'm okay with it i'm at i'm at that point now where even the fact they're offering this is better than what i was expecting this far into the new life cycle of these consoles like they could easier dropped it after the first year and i'm not saying other people wouldn't have but i would have been okay with it i think the only reason they're doing this is because you still can't get your hands on a bloody series x and you still can't get your hands on a ps5 so it's not a case of people not wanting the consoles <clears throat> excuse me it's more a case of people can't get them so they have to keep offering yes. these sort of incentives right 100 percent. yeah <clears throat> yeah until these consoles become readily available i think they're going to keep going because because otherwise you're leaving behind a massive amount of players right yeah. um and this game live and dies on who's playing it online right so uh, although they've already confirmed that it's not cross-generation online right because the the next gen consoles yes, have no. bigger yeah, yeah it's two, not cross gen, but it's cross play. Like the yeah. two different, like yeah, 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 yeah. Are you guys, are you guys game. still excited for Battlefield? Like when it got announced, I was really excited, and then like, I got, I got um, the beta is obviously out right now, and like I haven't played it just because I've been at EGX. But even still, I'm like, oh, do I care? Yeah, I'm kind of. In I the same, I, I guess. I was excited for it. I legitimately was excited for it. And yeah. then the more time that's passed by and then the beta comes out and I realize like, I haven't even downloaded it. I don't think I was that excited for it. I was wrong. Maybe when it comes out and everyone's playing it yeah. and I haven't, I haven't played it now. I've been off shooters now for a really long time, actually. Um, could Maybe it could get me back, but I'm like more excited for like Guardians, which 
It's like that's around the corner as well. I'm like, yep. I'd Me rather too. I'd rather play that. So speaking of the Studio Guardians, uh, Idos Montreal have adopted a four day work week um, in their studios. The Square Enix owned developer uh, who developed uh, Deus Ex: Human Revolution and who are working on Guardians, as I said at the top of this article, is switching to a four day work week. The change also applies to Idos. Uh, is it Shearbrook? Um, and uh, and Idris Montreal's support studio as well. The studio announced a change in a blog post where the head of studio, David uh, and Fossey, I believe, said the move will help create a substantial... Uh, Subsidize, sorry. Sub Bloody hell words. It is 8 o'clock in the morning, by the way. Um, <laughs> a sustainable work environment. Quote, the idea is not to uh, condense the working hours into a four, into four days, but rather to review our ways of doing things and our quality time invested. We aim with the aim of working better. Uh, above all, we want to increase the productivity and well-being of our employees. Um, this isn't something we see in the US, Canada, the uk no. this is if i'm correct me if i'm wrong but is this a japanese thing is it japan that does this there's, i know there's definitely an asian country i believe some, that, that do this right some nordic countries as well i think okay. yeah i want to say sweden maybe okay um i do know this has been like a more popular theory theory at least in the western oh some of the western countries of doing shorter work weeks and productivity generally gets increased so I'm glad to see that there's companies starting to like implement this in the gaming space. Um, yes, I, I, I'm, I am all for this. Do not take that side as anything. I am all for this. What scares me from their point of view is when not Guardians, because I think that's already gone gold. Um, we know that. Um, mm -hmm. but when their next game comes out and there's a delay, I yeah, very much cool. worry for. I'm not, not that this should impact. <laughs> the way they do things at all but i worry for the community manager there of from what they're going to get from the audience for whatever their next game is if it gets delayed at all because it's going to be what you only work four days a week who gives a crap uh, how dare you du -du 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 -du. you said it would be out du -du -du. that um and not that not that the negativity should ever influence um the positive that they are doing here could you imagine the talent they're gonna now people are gonna yeah. want people are going to yeah. want to work at that studio now because sure. of that at the end of the day um it's not you, you get your free bagel on a friday or we all yeah. go to the pub on a tuesday no how about you work four days a week go spend a day a whole day with your family if you're the breadwinner of your family male or female and you get a whole day with your uh, significant other if they're like a stay-at-home mum dad or non-binary person um that would be amazing like mm -hmm. if 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 hayley told me tomorrow hey uh my school said we're only doing four days a week now <laughs> um so i get fridays off which there's not they're not saying they're gonna do fridays but hopefully it's fridays um yeah, yeah. i'm sure it won't work like that actually the game should it'll probably be everyone will probably take a certain day off and they'll I'd move thought, it around yeah. like that but but if let's just say it was Fridays, for instance, I'd be like, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm, and I'm self-employed. I'm, like, I'm taking Fridays off too. We are that a yeah. whole day together, and I'm, I'm lucky. I get a lot of time with my fiance anyway because she's a teacher. But 
it, to me, I think it's an amazing move. Like, wh- where do you come down on it, Matt? We'll start with you. I think what you said then was actually a really interesting perspective on it of acquiring new talent. Yeah. Um, it is like, yeah, like if you want to set yourself apart from the competition and, and like you say, attract the best people in the industry, a four-day work week is a great way to do that, I would assume, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, everything, everything, you know, you hear about all these studies of it increasing productivity and stuff like that. Great news, right? Like you say, I think it will be interesting to see what happens around the release of their next game. I think you're right. If there's a delay... Or we start hearing about crunch, or it's bad, um, or it's bad. Uh, like then, that's that's when you've got the problems as well. Like I went with the one example that I said, right? But if the game's bad, it's like, well, maybe you should start working five days a week, then, mate. Like that's, you know, that's 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 what I can see happening from a stupid sure. internet people yes. yeah. point of view, hundred percent. But maybe they turn around and go, well, look, our staff are thrilled and we've got all these new people because they want to work here and it's a great environment to be right and and um you'd hope that that would be the case I'd, and so i don't think this ends say- crunch i think they'll still have to crunch within those four no. days yeah i also think like but crunching within like crunching in a case could be instead of working four weeks towards the end of a game's life cycle you could be coming in five days a week which not would saying it would people be, maybe probably wouldn't care as much yeah, but it that's does good, sort of like alleviate people's time. That's a yeah. very good point. That's a very good point. It's like, yeah. look, we're coming up to the end. We need to polish. We're gonna need everyone to work five days this week, or or maybe it's even seven. Like, that's not that's not. I think we're being a little bit um, yeah, naive, no, no, being a little bit naive to how work with how crunch works. But maybe it will be. Look, we need you to start working seven days just while we get the game out the door. Yeah, I think I would. Again, I've never worked in a corporate sense and stuff like that, but I think I'd be okay with it. You know, as MC Fix of right now, zero kids, zero responsibility. Yes, I think I'd be okay with it. Would probably be a different story if I had a family and actually yeah. left the house. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So go on. I, I think one of the good things that uh, I don't think we touched on is that less days working but still the same pay like their salary yeah, yeah, staying yeah. the same that's not getting touched at all and i do really like the sound of this in general uh and i think it's a good experiment for game studios if they see it working for um edios montreal to sort of start implementing it slowly i worry when the studio that's like we will implement this and then they're like we will pay you four days a week now instead of the full yeah. salary for oh. whatever the five days would be that's i think bullshit. that's where it's coming because i, I it's, it's gonna happen a studio will definitely try doing yes. that um and that's where i kind of worry about it but overall i do think this is definitely beneficial to uh the gaming space i would be really interested to see what current employees of edios montreal say about this because when you're working to deadlines and you're in a high pressure situation and like you say guardians is gold now and so maybe they're slightly more chill at the moment um but you know they're not consulting the employees about this right and so all of a sudden it's like oh you're just going to work four days from now on you're still expected to do all the same stuff like like that would be the concern right of like that information doesn't and the the culture shift doesn't necessarily translate immediately and translate very well down the business and so um yeah i i would be interested to see what, what yeah. some current employees are saying about this and and how it how it pans out in the short term. But, well, um, we, we have a platform I, and I'd love to invite anybody on. So I will, I, I don't know anyone from the studio specifically, I don't believe, but I will try my hardest with the 
tiny social influence that I do have to try and get somebody on. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear about cool, yeah. their their perspective on this because thing is, mm. again, we don't do many interviews here because I don't find promoting people's video games interesting but if you're going to talk to me about a four-day work week and how that would impact your life and things like that would love to hear about that yeah that would be yeah. really cool um next up thinking of uh things that have happened i tried i don't know what happened now. i'm sorry um, <laughs> <laughs> randy pickford has stepped down as gearbox software president i just want to leave it there i don't wave him I personally don't even want to carry on. I'm not reading it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, yep. I don't care. I agree. <laughs> like, yeah, no, thank you. Not not interested at all. I understand we have to talk about it. Obviously, it's um, it's a, a big story. Um, I hope whoever they get in is a maybe a better human being than what we've had before. Uh, next up, the, uh, the Grounded Hot and hazy update and mountains of new content in october crash great job this week because i would have missed this story 100 i haven't seen this at all so thank you for adding it i do appreciate it this one was taken from windows central uh and they've got their what you need to know section and it says this grounded is in early access survival game that shrinks players down to the size of insects oblivion the hot let's get to the hot and uh, hazy update we'll add two entirely new biomes revamp an existing biome add new insects and crossing recipes and more the official release for the haze um hot and hazy update is the 20th uh of october with the early testing happening now pretty much i really want this game to come out and i know it's nowhere near ready and i really love the concept of what is here and i just want it to be finished i kind of wish it never came out in early access i understand why it did and i understand yeah um mm -hmm. xbox using wanting to use this as like a test bed right um but i don't want to experience it like this where they keep putting out little bits i want to just jump back yeah. in one day and be like oh my god this game's changed so much since i played it with you and running around getting chased by that spider in a cave um yeah. <laughs> so um. yeah I think there's actually like a good number of people that actually completely agree with you on that. Cause I do know quite a few people that have completely avoided this game and have not wanted to touch it. Yeah. Uh, but I do think the benefit of um, obviously it being in early access is that you do get people to play test it yeah. in a very public way and give you constant feedback on the game. Yeah. If you want a full rundown of like everything that's been added, by the way, in windows central article, they go through absolutely everything. Uh, and bullet point it beautifully so yeah definitely definitely do check all of that out um the most notable one is like locations being added which i really think is cool like having new parts of that map open up and yeah. stuff is it's like don't get me wrong it's still a big space that you were able to play in beforehand but the bigger that gets the better i think i don't think this game's going to pan out the way i want it to pay out because as soon as you pitch it as Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, I'm expecting Honey, I Shrunk the Kids with that story. And I don't think that's what we're going to end up getting, unfortunately. I think it's going to be yeah. whatever this is at the moment with a bunch of quest logs. But it's never going to be the cast of character. Think about it. We're talking about new IP, right? We're talking about characters that are memorable. Like, we haven't seen yeah. a single character, really, that like there's no one that speaks to you right now apart from yeah. the robot and no one knows who that is because not a lot of people are playing this game at the moment so yeah i've got a bad feeling like e3 like two years from now 
it will be and this game's out fully maybe maybe a year maybe two years probably a bit long i don't know game development who knows um but yeah <laughs> it's uh it's in my head i'm like yeah we'll put it out whenever but I, you never know you never never know yeah Last couple of stories here to finish us up before we leave. Uh, Konami's eFootball is a disaster at launch and at, currently on Steam is the worst rated game ever. Um, this was always going to happen. Just so uh, everyone was aware. I knew it. Everyone knew it. Oh my God, I've just seen, I've clicked the article. Have you seen the picture on the article? Yeah, there's there's some good <laughs> screenshots and memes oh in here. Oh my god! Uh, it, for people who are not seeing it or have not clicked the link and stuff like that, a referee has like embedded himself in the grass in the pitch and he's just laying on the floor. It just it looks crazy. Um, I don't understand this at all because Pez last year was good. Pez last year wasn't on mobile. Is this on mobile? Yes, if I'm well, not and it's the same the version across. No, Pez last year uh, was on mobile. They had a, was they it had a, they had a Pez. Yes, I'm pretty sure they had a Pez last year on mobile. I think it's the, I think it's the free to play element okay. where they're like, they may have dan. I don't, I don't know. Everything I'm about to say is speculation. Um, maybe they downsized the studio. Maybe they, they, they just yeah lost a bunch of talent or something. Who knows? It just doesn't make sense to me how you can. Last year, Slayer will be able to tell you, anyone who knows Slayer from my community, he plays Pez religiously. Like, Pez is, Pez is his game over FIFA. And he said last year's game was very good. And he's, he's a little bit heartbroken about what's going on right now with eFootball. So, yeah, it's a, it's a real, 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 real shame. But, honestly, I expected it. So. Can I put my Tim Fall hat on for a second? Please. This game's getting more coverage because it's a bit of a shit show at launch. If it had launched and it was fine, it wouldn't have got the coverage it's getting. Okay. So what, you think they're going to put out an update it's going to fix and people are going to care? No. It's football. People care about football. It's different audiences. You're thinking about it too... I also... I think like, yeah. No, you're right. You're like, right. I'm thinking about it too like gamery. This, yeah. It's not that. Yeah. People are so like infatuated with these type with like football games in general that they will try it once and then an update on fixing everything won't do anything to get oh. a large majority of those people back every everyone who plays this and doesn't like it is going to play fifa simple um this is free and that matters it doesn't fifa's got the license it, does. it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't not with foot i don't think it, <laughs> you i guarantee you any money they have a paid version of eFootball. I, I know for a fact they already do but my mate Mickey, yeah, he won't even understand that the game's free to play and will pay £35 for it. And I'll be like, you could go in for free. Like, I don't care. Casuals, you, casual audiences don't understand it like that. They really, really don't. I wish they did. But they just don't. They don't get it for some reason. Like, they don't want to do the research. They don't care. They just want to play the video game. Can I play the, can I yeah. play the football? Let me play the football. Like, and you have to remember, sports games and Call of Duty the most casual market you'll find yes. every single yep. time. Yeah. So. Maybe, That's fair. You maybe you're mind. right. Maybe look for me to play devil's advocate and not just shut down your opinion Ooh. when I'm just trying to, to maybe you're right. Maybe people will come back. I think the hardcore, see, I can't, I can't do it. I think the hardcore Pez players will come back. Yeah. hundred percent. That's not a big audience though, right? That's not a big group of people. It's big enough to keep Pez going. 
Like, to keep eFootball yeah. going. Like, it's big enough for okay. that. But the point is, you've got you've got FIFA, you've got eFootball, and you've got that new football game that we don't know nothing about yet. Yeah. FIFA has the licensing for all of it. So as soon as you yeah. lose that instantly, people are turned off to any game. Because if you can't yeah. license the faces and the names and the... It's not... It doesn't feel like real football at the end of the day. That, that's what you're playing FIFA for, the authenticity of the f- football game you know i just i just i don't think i i think it's an interesting conversation to had like they'd have bad marketing or bad a bad game to then get it better i just don't think enough people to even realize that it got better for that to work yeah yeah no i i, look, I think i think you're right i think like i say when i put I, my tim vol hat on i don't necessarily believe that mm-hmm. that is the case i um, will say <laughs> I Go respect on. the fact that you got the tinfoil hat out. <laughs> I respect Thanks. it and I like it. I'm gonna I, if I'd actually had one, that, that would have been good. Been Imagine out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, tinfoil hat. Just tinfoil hat ready for the next time it happens. <laughs> I well, if I do put my tinfoil hat um, oh, I'm going to. My other thing would be, like, what are they doing? If this is this is the launch of your new title in terms of like a new name, new branding, you put out a bloody demo and it's all broken. Like what? You knew the game was broken. Like, what are Konami yeah. doing? Yeah. I don't know. Free to play. Free I, think, to play. I think you're right about it. Like, the big thing is it's free to play. I think they were banking on it being more important than, than it was. It being free to play. They thought that people would care. I just don't think they do. Personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last but not least, Destiny 2 will lose the Forsaken expansion to the vault. Uh, Bungie announced that Destiny 2 Forsaken's campaign will enter the Destiny... Uh, content vault early next year player can still access the content until february 22nd which at which point the campaign as well as the tangled shore um destination is that right um yeah, yeah. will leave the game this is the same game uh, same day as the launch of year five destiny 2 crash i know you play destiny uh not as much right now but you are probably from the three of us, probably the the destiny guy of us. I've, I've got you. I've I'll got two you questions for you. You think so? Yeah, <clears throat> I played a lot of Destiny too. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my first question is: Does this matter for Destiny players? Does this matter? No, no, no. no. I've got a second question. No, I'm, so, I'm not. I'm not first... as hard on it as Matt is saying no. Okay, why? Let me just say that. Because they paid for it. They I'm, bought it. It's content that they can no longer access at all. I'm gonna, and I'm, they that, bought it. This is, you're already beating me to it, which is, hold up a minute. What the hell is going on with video games? What, what is yeah. going on? I, let, let me, so let me, let me fully get this out. I like the fact, part of me likes the fact because Destiny has this issue where it gets over convoluted with the stuff you can do and the places you can go. And so the act of vaulting things is to like sort of tone that down. And also when they add new mechanics, they don't have to worry about how it interacts with old content. And with all of that, I'm like, thumbs up. Great. I love it. The problem is that this was an expansion people had to buy and you'll still have access to the raid and the dungeon and the strikes, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but you won't have access to the actual story content, uh, which for somebody who's played through it, it doesn't really matter. Um, but if you've bought it and maybe you didn't play through all the content or maybe uh, I think you can replay the story missions. No. Yeah, you can. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So if, if it's something like you really enjoyed the story mission, you want to play through it again, 
it won't be accessible to you anymore where i think it's such an odd mood move that i'm not a huge fan of simply because it's content i already bought and paid for i think it's great for the game i i don't want to say great i think it's good for the game though where does this leave video games in like um is it what's the word i'm looking for is it perspiration um do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, Preser uh, preservation. Thank you very much. Yeah. Where does that leave this? Because this seems so, like, to me personally, I understand well, the like, we always go back and forth where I'm like, this is why we still have digital, co uh, physical copies well, and you can never take away my content. It's like, well, that's a lie. Nah. Uh, like, yeah. I, I, I think the answer to that is Destiny essentially functions like an MMO and MMOs do go offline and they're gone forever. Like you cannot play them again. Uh, it takes somebody to go ahead and make, like, find the data and make their own private server for them to be played again. Like you can look at Marvel Heroes, which we've talked about a few times. Yeah. You can't play Marvel Heroes anymore. That whole game is completely gone now. It is not preserved, um, <laughs> other than YouTube videos and content like that. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of what Destiny's going to be going into. Uh, they do have the option to unvault things in the future, maybe when they add new mechanics and they can work it in and be like, we want to uh, revisit the Tangled Shore for whatever reason, so we're bringing this area back, the story back, or whatever it is. Uh, I think that's kind of where you go with for games with service. Mm -hmm. I think the very big thing is that it's, it's, a game with, it's a games with service and it is an online game constantly. And if those games ever, like, the plug gets taken out, those games are gone anyway. It just seems such a shame. Yeah. yeah. It, it, Destiny is, is, like, weird, right? Like, because it's kind of super mainstream. But it is this, like, MMO thing that typically the mainstream don't touch all that much and, well, and they, aren't used to this idea that content you paid for can go. I don't think anyone cares, if I'm honest. Like, I don't think, I think, a, lot of, I don't think a lot of people care. I just... I, again, I think it's weird. I do. I feel like this how industry so weird. Like, yeah, you can buy something and it not and it's gone. Not that long ago, like it, less than five years. Yeah, yeah. And now it's just gone. And again, I'm not. A, I'm not an MMO guy. I don't understand like the the, the vaulting and all that stuff and how this is just a destiny thing i don't play but, destiny so i don't i don't really have an opinion on this it's more i'm more trying to think of it from the perspective of video games as a whole and yeah well do i think it's morally okay for you to charge me something and five years later just be like you can no longer play this we we have decided you can no longer have this thing what if that was my favorite mission of all time and I just, I love that mission. Obviously, they have data backing it up that no one's playing this stuff. That's why they're doing this, obviously. Mm -hmm. There's data to, yeah. there's 100% data that is backing up that literally no one is doing this. Like, Jimmy is playing it with his mate and that's it. Like, that is it. But, yeah. I get that. I just don't know where I sit morally with it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm very much the same where I'm in the middle. It's like, I get it's better for the game, but also like, people paid 40 bucks for that content and now yeah. they don't get it i thought as well i'd heard rumors and and this might not be a real thing but but was destiny coming up against some sort of limit in size like gigabytes was, of size and therefore i had to was, get rid of content to put new content in it was getting bloated in size that is i believe i it, it is one of the reasons they started vaulting stuff as well it's yeah. so that the game doesn't have to be 100 50 gigabytes or whatever it is and take up somebody's whole hard drive makes me wonder if they would 
really benefit from a Destiny 3 that is next-gen only at this point. And whether or not we'll ever see a Destiny 3. I think we will. I don't either, because I don't... The problem is I do think, like, going into Destiny 3 and starting everything from the ground up with the idea of it being long-form would work for them great. But I don't know if they want to do that, because you are essentially gambling that people will jump into your game a third time into a game that's supposed to stay and have this relevancy, right? Because I think um, Destiny 2 being the way it was after Destiny 1, a lot of people got turned off by Destiny 2 with its whole raids and everything, and they viewed it and compared it to Destiny 1, and it failed in quite a few aspects in comparison. Yeah, and and it's had an interesting life cycle, right, of like these peaks and troughs of concurrent players and stuff like that. And, you know, you're right in the sense that you're taking a gamble, will people come over to Destiny 3? But people like Fixer, who hasn't played Destiny in, what, years at this point, Fix? Yeah. Would jump into Destiny 3. 100%. But wouldn't jump into this. <clears throat> but I don't yeah, think they care uh, about me. Yeah. This like, is also like... What I'm saying is it would it would surely average out to, all right, not everybody's going to jump over from Destiny 2, but you're going to get a massive influx of but new players think, as well. If you've got but the people... Right, that's... Yeah, you got that. Uh, what I was gonna say is, but you gotta yeah. think like right now, if they've got someone in Destiny Two right now that's playing constantly, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, I assume there's microtransactions in the game. I assume there yeah. is expansions yeah. still being planned and stuff like that. You have somebody there that's going to buy all of that and be invested in the ecosystem. Where with me, you're only getting, and I'm, even if you you can't really use me, just say somebody else because I'm gonna get the game probably for free and just stream it because of what I do. So somebody else who's more of a casual, they're only going to pay for it once, where you've got a, a person right now in two that may be turned off and you could get more money out of them, right? That's my f- way of thinking anyway. That person that you just described, though, who's playing a lot and buying expansions, yeah. they're buying Destiny 3. But maybe not. If that's that's not a again. gamble. Maybe not. if that's the- Why? I think it is. Because they can move on. As soon as you have that thing in your mind, right, that you can move on to something else because you're starting again. So... Right now, there's there's some there's going to be people out there right now because they have invested in Destiny Two the way they have. They keep playing Destiny Two. The moment there's a little gap of the door being open for them to go and experience something else, New World drops, right? And they're like, "Well, I can't play New World. My time's invested in Destiny." As soon as they announce Destiny Three, right? To, correct me if I'm wrong, Crash or Matt either. But this is my way I'm thinking. As soon as they announce Destiny Three, they know for a fact that the game is ending at that point. So they can then go and experience new things and new genres and new whatever. But right now they've got people and they're paying for stuff. Right yeah, or not? I, I, I think what you're saying is right. But for me, I don't necessarily think the gamble comes in them jumping to Destiny 3 because I do think they would. It makes I loads think of money. It's Destiny, yeah, I think Destiny 3 would have to be successful at launch for them because they're going to be like, I've done this once already with destiny 2 i started all over i'm gonna have to do this again it's not shaping up what for what i want it to be i'm just gonna dip right here where if they keep updating destiny 2 and bringing out new content and hopefully fixing it to a state where even some of the older players who have left it come back and are like wow this is a great experience and i really enjoy what it is again um i think they're more likely to do that with the destiny 2 than a destiny 3 because that would have to be more successful off the bat otherwise i think it would hemorrhage players a lot quicker yeah, it's yeah, an interesting point. I think I think as well that they, there's no way that they start thinking. Well, maybe they are starting to think about a Destiny Three. Who knows what goes on behind closed doors? But um, 
there's no way that they push for it to be like a next gen thing when these consoles are still so sparse and we're still so early in that life cycle. I think, you know, yeah. if it happens, it's it's four well, or five years out. They have to start they, developing yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I do know they have interest in developing other games as well. Uh, that is so, true. Yeah. So I do. Okay. I am. I don't think a Destiny Three is in in the in the cards for right now. But who knows? We we don't we really don't know what they're planning. It would be a huge announcement. It would be a like an E three busting announcement for Xbox, a Destiny Three Xbox exclusive launching Game Pass and on PC. Ooh, cheeky Xbox fund no, it. That wouldn't that wouldn't happen. But yeah, stranger things have happened. You're right. Stranger things have happened. That is true. If they could secure like the funding for it, I could see them doing it. I think the problem you have with that though is they still they still piss off the player base. I think yep, that's the that's part. That's the part they've just that started to get true. back is the yeah, the fact the, that they're they're building their right. relationship yeah. with their audience right now. Yeah. That like the the big problem with them when there was an Activision was they'd lost that they they became the big guys. They became the and they had the same thing at Xbox, right? That they were the big guys. They they made the hate. Mm. They made Halo, and now right now they get to do their own. They do like the big conference thing, right? And they they get to they get yeah. to be them a little bit more and talk to their players. Though that doesn't talk to everyone, they get to talk yeah. to their players. They don't. I don't think they, they've got. Um, I want. They and Tencent invested in them. Yeah, they invested. So they've got a money. So it's not. Like it's, that, yeah. So that's not going to happen. Let's be. Let's be honest. But yeah. like, yeah, I just. I just think for them, it's just like let's just I, keep making a game that we care about and keep the audience we have yeah, right now. I'm. And yeah. If I'm not mistaken, the the deal with Tencent was for new IPs, and it oh, didn't okay. involve Destiny in particular. Yeah, oh, okay, I could be re- misremembering that, and that might have just been sort of what was out there, but not 100 accurate. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of it, boys. Uh, Matt P, what you got to plug this week, bud? Ah, uh, not a lot. Follow me on Twitter if you want at Matt P Video. I, I really enjoyed this week's show. I had, I had a lot of fun. Well, not a lot, it, I always uh, do. I always do, but. I'm just you, saying. You enjoyed talking about the four-star review for 10 minutes? I did. I did. You didn't seem to enjoy while we were doing it. He didn't, did he? He didn't, he didn't. He didn't seem to. He doesn't. Matt, Matt P don't go with the flow. He's not. He's, he's in the I, corporate world out there. He has, he has like very structured content. He doesn't realize this true. is this is not that. This is how this but, works. Yeah. If people hey, don't if like it. If you guys it, enjoyed. If people don't if like it. If you guys it, enjoyed the review discussion. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Review, five stars. Five stars. <laughs> I ain't reading another four star. I'm letting you know now. Right, that's not again. happening. That is not one happening. and done. Otherwise, we get four star fix. So that's not happening. I'm a five. You, look, I'm coming in. Look, if you think my hellos have been flat as of lately, if we get another four star, you're not even getting a hello. You're just getting a what's going on? This wow. is my cool. Xbox. I mean, let's record. Okay, you're gonna get a Chris intro. Episode. I'm gonna let Chris <laughs> intro the show. Yeah. If that happens, we're dead. It's, the show's done. You get a five star crush. Don't worry about it. There's no chance we're getting five star crash. Crash, what have you got to uh, promote this uh, week? Uh, my Xbox and me YouTube page. Go like, uh, subscribe. Haven't been going up at all lately. I don't like to see that. <laughs> if we could get some subscribers, that'd be awesome. And make me a five star crash for next week. It's almost as if um, they need an incentive to subscribe yeah. to the YouTube channel. So, God, here we go. We've let them down once. I mean, okay? I, wait, wait. We let them down. Wait, they wait, let wait. us down. 
Matt, no, um, we're not going to I want you to clarify Matt's what you a, meant by Matt's that. Matt's the man of the people. Matt's like, oh, we work I for want, them. We work for them. What like, did we, how did we let them down? What yeah, did we yeah, not do? Yeah, what did we not do, Matt? Tell In us. our agreement, what did we not do? Yeah. Wait, wait, did we miss a week of the podcast that I missed? No. no. Oh, interesting. I think people made assumptions that uh, Halo with the boys would happen no. if the numbers didn't happen just without fix. And I don't think that was they, ever the agreement. They don't know me. They don't know me like that. This this new audience, I see the numbers go up. This new audience, they think, ah, he's going to just do it. No. The deal was 1,500 subscribers in two weeks. You tried really hard. I respect it, everyone. We love the movement, but you, you didn't achieve it. Nah. I think, what's the date today? The 8th of the 10th, 2021. I think I give you guys until December 8th, right? No, 6th, I think. 6th, 6th, 6th. December 6th, right? thank you. I think that's right. Um, What's the number? Like, we're at 1,486 uh, 1, subs. It's it's 15th. It is the 15th. Oh, okay, thank you. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah, November 15th. Why did I think it was the 8th? I thought it was the first I week. think 8th is cut out for... um. Is the the cutout for uh, game of the year talk? Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on, hold on. I think we're all talking about different stuff here. No, we're not. The Halo release date. Yes. Halo Infinite. Yeah, it's the fifteenth. Fifteenth of December. November fifteenth. Yes. No, it's not oh, November no. crash. I said hey, this says November fifteenth. No, it's I, not. I, I legit googled it and right in for okay. November fifteenth is when the Xbox, when my Halo the Xbox official is Xbox to comes out. Then. That's okay. The release date is based off the Xbox. Then, then you guys might be right. I think yeah the the yeah I think I'm sure it's sick. This is so weird. Right anyway. there it says Halo Infinite. Hey, it says <laughs> it right here. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, bro, <laughs> you guys are, are making me feel like I'm crazy. I'm like I'm good at my job. I'm good at release days. I was right, right. I Look, think it's I was Google's right. fault. It's Google's fault. It's Wait, what did you things. Google? I googled Halo Infinite, and on the right it's Halo Infinite initial release date yeah. November fifteenth. Initial release date, but remember it got delayed. I was going to say no, November 15th last year. I was going to say it <laughs> no, got no, delayed. Yeah, no, it's it got November 15, yeah. 2021. I understand mm -hmm. that. It got delayed again, remember? But they never they never put that date out there, did they? November 15, no. 2021? I swear they, they did. But it delayed it last last year. They didn't delay yeah, it again this no, year, no, I don't no, think. No, 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 no. Yeah, we just, we just never got another release date until they said okay. December. Anyway, anyway, December. Oh, that's all relevant. <laughs> Everybody wait for your arms. December 8th, yeah? You've got to... December 8th... That's why you need to watch the YouTube version. Look, we got to set a number. So what is the thing? So what are they going to get? If they hit a number, we're going to do a stream? I think we should do a couple things. So if we hit 1,500, we will do a stream. Of Halo, uh, Halo Infinite, uh, which will be Halo with the boys, which for all intents and purposes multiplayer. is us playing multiplayer play. together on the yeah. My Xbox and my YouTube channel. We'll live stream it. The VOD will stay up for people who want to care about it to watch it. All three cameras, all three microphones. Boom. That is what we'll do for Lovely. that. I think if we get to 1,750 subs, because I don't think we'll get to 2K this year, unfortunately. I'd love to, but it's not going to happen, really. If we mm. get to 1,750 subs, I will commit to streaming the g game on the My Xbox and Me channel for my entire Halo campaign. 
Ooh. What? Yeah. That's a spicy one, guys. So on legendary. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> he to hate his experience. He's already like two thousand subs for the game, and then two thousand subs. Two thousand subs. I'll play the game blindfolded. Um, and pizza, <laughs> a ghost pepper. <laughs> yeah, so that's on legendary. That's where we're at. So yeah, one thousand five hundred. The first time, the first goal, you will get it. The date well, won't be the day of, but around Halo's launch, we will do something yeah. special on the My Xbox and My YouTube channel, um, which will be Halo with the boys. And um, if we can get to one thousand seven hundred fifty subs by December eighth, I will play. I will commit. That, well, I don't know if I have to do it on Saturdays or whatever, but I will commit to playing through the entirety of the Halo Infinite campaign um, live or the VOD content, whatever I have to do because I've got contracts and stuff I have to figure out um, on on the My Xbox YouTube channel. I have a, a second pitch. Okay. Not to overcomplicate oh, things, please. but what about Forza with the boys? No, don't start all that crap. No, no, no. We yes, we will be playing. Matt, shut up. Um, <laughs> Matt, going off okay. topic. Halo, Halo, Halo. Jesus, no, we, yes, Matt, Matt. We we can talk off podcast about sorting out some content. Yeah, sure. Okay. You want to make some content? No problem. But no, don't. Well, this Matt. isn't about content. Matt just wants people to play for it. So he just wants friends. I do. This is true. This is very true. Everyone follow at Matt P video. Be his friend. Hashtag be his friend. All right. Thanks, um, guys. Until next time. Thank you all for listening. You can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. Go check out my Far Cry 6 review over on my main channel. Um, it's more of a like a edited review than a discussion like we had here. Um, yeah, I'd appreciate if you go check it out. I'll be at EGX. If anyone's there on Saturday, uh, as you're listening to this on Friday, uh, feel free to DM me or hit me up. I met Despawn for the first time which was amazing. Ooh. Him and his lovely wife. I've met a few other people, but he's the one I actually care about. So screw yeah, everyone else. Yeah, to But yeah, I'll probably do like an EGX roundup for next week um, of the stuff mm. I've played. But I haven't played a single game yet. I was there all day yesterday from 10 till 6 o'clock. Didn't play a single game. So Networking like a madman. Your boy's working. Your boy's working. Someone's got to pay the bills around here because sure as I ain't going to be used to. Let's be honest. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> Until next time. Love you. Leave you. See you all later. Good boys. Bye.